0: Good morning, brethren. It has been said, and I believe it's true, that Jesus Christ is the centrepiece of the whole Bible. But the question I want to ask today, have you seen Jesus in the Old Testament? Well, we've heard Pastor John say that the new is in the old concealed, and that's true, it is. You see, Jesus is concealed in the Old Testament. You won't see him there mentioned by name, but he's there all right in types and shadows. And And today I'd like to read you something out of the Old Testament. That's Exodus uh, chapter 12 I would like to read from. Starting in verse 1 it says, Now the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, in the land of Egypt. This month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. The first couple of things we can notice about this is, this instruction came from God himself, and it was given to Moses, who was the God-appointed leader of the land. And it was Moses' job to convey God's message and instruction down to the people, which he faithfully did. And the second thing we notice in verse 2 is God gave them or instituted the Hebrew calendar because he said, this month shall be the beginning of months to you. It is the first month of the year to you. Now that month, because we have a Roman calendar here in the Western world, but in some places in the world this Hebrew calendar is still used And this first month of the year here that he speaks about roughly equates to late March uh, right through to late April in our Roman calendar. And it varies from year to year over that. I think it's about a seven-year span. It varies between uh, late March and late April. And verse 3 says... This is the instruction to Moses. Speak to the congregation of Israel saying, on the tenth day of the month you shall take a lamb for yourselves according to your father's households, a lamb for each household. So here is symbolism in the Old Testament. The lamb here is really a reference to Jesus Christ. This was written 1400 years before Christ appeared on the earth. God was putting the message out, he was teaching his people at that time that I will send the lamb to you. And he says, a lamb for each household. Now if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his neighbour nearest to his house are to take one according to the number of persons. According to what each man should eat, you are to divide the lamb. So this wasn't to be a selfish event, it was a community event. The whole congregation of Israel was to be included in this event. Everyone was to partake of the lamb, everybody. And he said, you're not to waste my lamb. You think about how many people it's going to take to eat a lamb, and uh, that's how many people you invite. None of it is to be wasted no one is to be left out. You invite everybody in your neighborhood, self or the lady who lives alone or the widow, everyone is to be included. Now in verse 5 he says, uh, Your lamb shall be an unblemished male, a year old. You may take it out from the sheep and out from the goats. Again, there's this symbolism. You see, a lamb is uh, pretty much fully grown by the time it's about eight months old. It's reached its full size. But it's not mature until it's about 12 months old. And the instruction was, your lamb shall be an unblemished male a year old. So this lamb had to be mature. And you could look at a man and say, well, he reaches full height and full size by the time he's about 18. There's no way you would call him mature at 18. He's He's got to live till he's about 28 or 30 before you could call him mature. And in fact, there was a law in ancient Israel when no man was allowed to enter the priesthood until he was 30 years old. That's the point it was considered maturity, you see. And this lamb, your lamb shall be an unblemished male, a year old. You see, Jesus was 30 years old when he entered the ministry. When he began to teach the people in the temple and heal the sick in the streets and, and, and entertain great crowds who came to hear him, he was a mature male, 30 years old. He, be, he entered the priesthood at 30. So here this unblemished male lamb is again a representative of Jesus Christ. And why did it have to be unblemished? Because Christ was the perfect man who ever lived. He had the mind of God and he never sinned. He was perfect and unblemished. In verse 6, the instruction was, you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. Now, that's a fairly harsh instruction from God. They had to take this lamb out of the pasture and bring it into their backyard, which was probably pretty small in those days, And for four days, from the 10th to the 14th, they had to feed it. They had to water it. They would have talked to it. They would have patted it. After four days living with this lamb, they would have known it very well. And in fact, the whole congregation of Israel knew Jesus very well. And then it was the leadership, the household that had to take the lamb and... uh, slaughter it in the twilight and in fact it was the leadership of israel that took the lamb of god and killed him at twilight and verse seven says moreover and this might have seemed like a strange command at the time but it was the command of god he said moreover they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two door posts and on the lintels of the houses in which they shall eat it. A strange command. And if we ask ourselves, why would God uh, ask the people to do such a strange and uh, odd thing? But to find the answer, we can have a look over in verse 23 where it says, For the Lord will pass through the land of Egypt that night, and he will smite the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and the doorposts, the Lord will pass over your houses where you are. He will pass over you. And he will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to smite you. There were two things that that the Israelites exercised that night. Firstly, they exercised faith because they believed the word of Moses that God had given them. To believe that, they exercised faith. And then they exercised obedience because they obeyed that word. They obeyed these strange commands which they hadn't heard before. And no doubt for some it was difficult. But by faith and by obedience, they exercised it. And what was the result of this faith and obedience? None other than life by the blood of the Lamb. Because had they ignored God's instruction or brushed it aside and said, oh, I won't worry about that, they would have lost the firstborn of their household, which roughly amounts to 50% of the population. But by obedience and by faith, They receive life by the blood of the Lamb. We have New Testament uh, sort of confirmation of, of these symbols and things because in the Gospel of John, John the Baptist uh, was being questioned by the Pharisees who were the the legal uh, rulers of the land at that time. And John was baptising people in the name of Christ and the Pharisees were less than pleased. Many people were following him and coming away from their fellowships. And so they examined him one day and they said to him, by what authority are you baptising all these people? And as he was standing there being examined by the Pharisees, Jesus came walking along and he said to them behold the Lamb of God takes away the sin of the world the New Testament confirmation of the Passover Lamb in the Old Testament was was God's teaching to the people of what they had to look forward to in the future God has a plan for mankind and it's laid out in the Old Testament and out throughout the whole Bible and by reading it and understanding it You can have faith and peace knowing that God has prepared and planned for everybody that wants to call upon his name. Now, both John the Baptist and Jesus Christ would have kept the Passover every year of their lives because they lived in that society that kept the Passover. And Jesus himself knew that he was the Passover lamb. He knew right from a very young age, perhaps on the day when he stayed behind and was talking to the priest in the temple when he was 12 years old, he knew he was the true Passover lamb. And that's why on the night before the last Passover, Jesus took bread and um, break it And when he had given thanks, he said, This is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same manner, he took the cup after supper, saying, This is the new covenant in my blood. As often as you do this, remember my death till I come. Let's eat and drink in the name of the Lord.